0: Good morning. Today is Sunday, August 14th, 2022.
1: There was a young woman who, for about two and a half years, ate the
0: most delicious food every single day. For two and a half years, it was professionally prepared
1: by the most excellent chefs, Every imaginable delicacy was like food heaven. Every day, three times a day, for two and a half years. Imagine that. She hated every moment of it. Every dish, she hated it. Her name was Margot Welk.
0: And she was one of 15 young women who was forced to be the food taster for Adolf Hitler. Hitler was afraid
1: of being poisoned. There are rumors that, in fact, it had been tried. And he
0: had these women as tasters, so that if the food was poisoned, they would be killed and he would be saved. And later, Margot Wolk, one of these 15 young women, wrote, we ate in fear. We could never enjoy the food. Every day we were afraid
1: it would be our last meal. Hearing those words puts
0: into sharp focus the famous verse in this week's Torah portion, the Parsha of Ekev, where the Torah says, And you shall eat, and you shall be satisfied, and you will bless the Lord your God for the food that God has given you. It's possible to eat the absolute best food, most tasty, most delicious food, the khalta, but not reach the savata, to be satisfied, to enjoy it. It's two separate things. And this pasuk, this verse, is the mitzvah to thank God for not only eating but for being able to enjoy the feeling of being full of being satisfied after eating and that is the mitzvah that we have to say the benching the birkat mazon. the word bench is yiddish for bless we commonly use that word to refer to this specific set of blessings birkat mazon, the 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 grace after meals that we say after eating a meal that contains bread and that mitzvah comes from our parsha. It is a mitzvah der raisa, a biblical obligation when we have eaten a meal and we feel satisfied to then bless God for the food that we have eaten. It is one of the few biblical obligations that can apply to every single person every single day if we choose to have meals. Now, this verse occurs within the context of a passage in this week's Torah portion. And the passage is all about food and eating and diet. Remarkably, in the verse just before this, God has Moshe described to the Jewish people who are about to enter the land of Israel, remember, This parsha is being told to the Jewish people just as they are about to enter the land of Israel after 40 years wandering in the desert. And Moshe describes the land of Israel to them in terms of its food. It's fascinating that Moshe should decide that Hashem should tell Moshe to describe the land of Israel where the Jewish people are going in terms of its food, you know. You're going somewhere new. Here are the restaurants to try. Here are the national dishes to try. That's how the description is 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 uh is painted for us. The Torah says, Moshe is telling the Jewish people, "Kashama kecha el eretz tova. God is bringing you to a good place." Eretz chita A land that is fertile with wheat and barley, the Geffen Verimon, and there are grapes there, and there are figs, and there are pomegranates. Eretz Zeis Shemen, it is a land that is described by olive oil, Udvash, and date honey. Fascinating that that should be the way Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, is described number of years ago, Rabbi Michael Nuff wrote an article describing what he calls the Deuteronomy diet. So he says, if you look at this verse, the So there's only one of those words that technically speaking is a mitzvah. The Uve Rachta, to bless God. That's the mitzvah to thank God, to save the benching, the mazon. That's a mitzvah. But he says, in fact, all three of those words, maybe they're not formal mitzvahs, but they are the Torah's advice in how to lead and live a good and healthy life. Now, of course, I want to be very clear I'm going to be talking about diet, obviously, before applying anything to yourself. You should check with your doctor. Everyone's metabolism is different. Everyone's health is different. I'm just speaking in a more general way today. But he describes what he calls a Deuteronomy diet that has three components to it, three steps to it. The first is, and you shall eat. The Torah is telling us that we should choose to eat foods that are healthy for us. That's the first step. We've got to eat healthy. And the Torah tells us what that is. Because the Torah in the verse before describes the foods that it is telling us to eat. Of course, these are not the only foods we're allowed to eat. But these are the foods that the Torah is praising the land of Israel for and Recommending that these should be the basis of our diet wheat, barley, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, olive oil. This should be the basis of our diet. And the more concerned we are with our health in general, the more concerned we should be with a healthy diet, which means lowering processed foods lowering junk foods turning more towards
1: healthy full whole grains fruits vegetables and by the way notice
0: the torah doesn't say if you eat or when you eat the torah says and you shall eat implying that these are the foods that we should eat the most of. We're allowed to have meat. We're allowed to have sugar. We're allowed to have other foods. But the
1: Torah means to tell us the wisdom of favoring this kind of healthy diet. By the way, that's the reason that chulent is such a healthy food
0: because although it does have a little bit of meat, it's mostly whole grains,
1: high fiber beans. It is the healthiest food in the world, in my opinion. That's number one. We should choose healthy foods.
0: And the Torah gives us some suggestions about what those healthy foods are. That's number one. Number two, the savata, and you shall be satisfied. This is a requirement, according to NAF, that we should eat until we are satisfied, but not eat anymore. How much to eat is the second component of a healthy diet. Choose good foods, number one. And number two, eat in moderation. Eat the amount that makes you feel satisfied, but don't eat more than that. Well, I think that probably almost every professional will tell you that that is crucial to a healthy diet. The question, of course, is how to eat less. Well, it turns out that the Rambam includes this in his major halachic work. And I want to point this out to you. Maimonides, the Rambam Maimonides, was a physician and he wrote works on medicine where he talks extensively about diet and other health issues. But he is also most well known to us as the expert in halacha and Jewish law. And his main work Mishnah Torah is a work of Jewish law. And he includes within his work on Jewish law, the following medical advice, raising it not only from a healthy practice to a spiritually important practice. And he writes as follows. Since Maintaining a healthy body is Midache Hashemhu. It is important, it's one of the words to pro one of the ways to properly serve God, one of the paths to properly serve God. It's impossible to serve God if we're sick. I mean, in an ideal sense. Therefore, we are required on a religious basis. To pursue a healthy diet and to stay away from unhealthy things. Ula olam lo yochal adam A person should never, never eat unless they are hungry. A person should not eat just because of stress, because of boredom. A person should eat when they're hungry. Lo yochal adam kreso. Do not eat as much as your stomach can hold. A person should have 75% of the amount that would leave them to be full. You should have enough to satisfy yourself. And that's what it means, visavata. You should have enough to satisfy yourself, but you should not eat so much that your stomach's completely full. The second component of a healthy
1: diet. Well, of course, that requires restraint. I won't speak about anybody
0: else. I'll speak about myself. Certainly, I may be eating something and enjoying it. And if I would stop and think to myself, Do I need to eat any more at this point? The answer would be no. And very often, I keep going. Why do we do that? Well, it requires restraint. But how do we do that? How do we manage that after just a handful of potato chips when the rest of the bag is still there? And that brings us to the third phase. visavata uve rachta to bless God for the food that we've eaten. First of all, it is a mitzvah. We are commanded in the Torah. When we've eaten and we were full, we're satisfied, we should bless God. But secondly, Naf makes this point that when we focus on gratitude, if after we've eaten a moderate amount and we are no longer hungry, but we're not completely full, but if we would stop at that moment, And think about the gratitude that we have. Think about blessing and thanking God for the food that we have. That would be a way to focus on what we've eaten and to take a moment and to focus. You know, I'm not really hungry right now. I've had enough that I'm satisfied. I don't need to finish the entire fill in the blank plate portion container. I can stop now. And I can thank God for what I've had. And that, another word to use for this is mindfulness, can allow us to reflect on the gratitude that we have and say, I've had enough. He writes, Americans suffer. He's writing in the United States. And he says, Americans, if it applies anywhere else in the world, you can supply that. Suffer from an ungratefulness epidemic. We spend substantially more time focused on what we want than on what we are thankful for. Just imagine if we would spend as much time expressing our gratitude for what we have eaten as the time that we spend planning what we are going to eat. It would be remarkable. When we appreciate the food we have, We tend not to overindulge in order to compensate for perceived fictional deficiencies. And we can focus on what we have gained, what we have benefited from the modest amount we have already eaten. That's the Deuteronomy diet. Make healthy food choices. Eat only until satisfied and pay attention till we've eaten, and give thanks to God, show gratitude for the amount that we've had. Maybe let's try it this week, and we'll see how it works. My friends, I want to
1: wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.